Hello, my name is Carrie, and this is the Blanky Blog. I am so glad we found each other. If this is the first time listening, you may not be aware that really my belief behind this podcast is that lullabies are not just for babies, and everyone can use a soothing word. Of course, I don't know when you're listening to this, but I'm recording it mid-May of 2020. The pandemic is affecting all of us. I'm not here to talk about politics. I'm not here to do any fear-mongering. In fact, I hope to tell you a relatable story that can serve as an encouragement. And maybe you will decide to check out a tool of EFT, Emotional Freedom Techniques, which I have utilized the last eight weeks. So EFT is also called Emotional Freedom Techniques. Some people call it tapping. And I refer to my practice as prayerful tapping because I feel like it's essential to include a prayer at the beginning and at the end of every tapping session. So I admit it. Two months ago, I had what they say in the South, a come apart. I was consumed by fear and questions and confusion. Maybe you can relate. And I thought, Carrie, you're an EFT practitioner. I think you have a tool for this. So I had a prolonged session with myself and I felt so much better. I was able to resolve those emotions that were not serving me. And when we get into that mode, you're probably familiar with that mode where you're just like fight, flight, or freeze. And we are not created to stay in that condition. What happens is all of our energy flows to our muscles for running or for fighting. And we don't have the energy for the systems like digestion, reproduction, or our immune system. So it really serves us on many levels to resolve those emotions when we can. I was thinking that this helped me tremendously. I was able to get back into my right mind, so to speak. And then I was able to problem solve and be creative. I thought, well, maybe this can be my contribution. And I figured maybe I would be doing that that for three weeks or a month or something. But I decided to talk with some of my tapping buddies and they agreed that it would be a great idea and they agreed to take turns accompanying me in these sessions so we don't post it on social media but we put it out to our friends and we've had friends of friends and people that we're not quite sure how they got the invitation but we're glad they're there sometimes there's one guest on there with me and sometimes I've had a dozen so these have been offered three four or five times a week and so far It has been eight weeks that we've been doing these sessions. And I've noticed that the prevailing emotions are kind of evolving. And I thought I would share those with you. Now, I'll give you some resources at the end of this podcast where you can find out more about EFT. But I'll just say that it uses a little bit of psychology. And we want to really tune into that emotion that's bothering us and get specific and get really into it. At the same time, we're tapping on some very specific points in the body that can be very soothing. And sometimes people wonder why on earth would you focus on something so negative? 
But what happens is a really beautiful thing. The body has to decide between two very different feelings. The body chooses to be soothed and it discards the other. In this way, people are able to release long-standing emotional charges from events that happened in their childhood. They're able to release um, events that are much more current, maybe some limiting beliefs that don't serve them. It can be very, very useful. <laughs> you might be able to tell I'm in love with this tool. Maybe you don't know about EFT. Maybe you've tried it. It's not your favorite thing. But we have lots and lots of tools. Some people use physical exercise to resolve emotions. Some people like talking with a friend or a therapist or they like walking in nature. Some people call that forest bathing. Some people like to use visualization or meditation, prayer, singing, dancing. All of these are wonderful. I encourage you to make good use of those tools. So back to the sessions. In the very first session, the prevailing feeling was fear. Actually, I think it bordered on terror. And everyone had so many questions. Will I run out of food? Will I run out of toilet paper? Will I get sick? Will my loved ones go to the hospital? Who's vulnerable? Am I vulnerable? It's certainly prudent to plan. That's valuable. But when our worry takes us out of our logical thinking and our creative thinking, it stops being useful. So we were able to clear out this fear and we realized our questions remained. We didn't have answers necessarily to those questions, but we realized that we were planning as best as we could and we had to trust that if our plans were not enough, that we would be able to be flexible and make adjustments when new situations arose. Then going through the days, we saw a lot of uncertainty. People felt always on their guard. So they weren't sleeping. They were snapping at their loved ones. They felt like they weren't productive at work. So they felt uncertainty, confusion, and hearing conflicting stories. That never makes you feel very stable, right? So we hit those emotions head on, released those, and again, people got back to their problem solving. Another hardship has been missing milestones. Maybe you have participated in a drive-by high school graduation a friend of mine had a small wedding for a family member, and they had a drive-by receiving line. I've seen many, many birthday parties in front yards where social distancing is practiced, and parents have to practically corral their kids to keep them from running up to the other kids. They don't understand. Next, we brought in a lot of guilt. I'm safe. I have enough, at least for now. And people were reporting that for the first time in their life, they really felt privileged. And when we were able to peel away the guilt, they were able to focus on the feeling of gratitude, just a profound thankfulness. Some people brought just a, a sense of comparison. Am I contributing enough? 
I'm not on the front lines. I'm not a doctor or a nurse. I don't work in a grocery store. I'm not an over-the-road truck driver. How can I contribute? And they were so caught up in that that quandary and and frustration that they really couldn't be creative. And when we cleared that again, they were able to come up with ideas such as sewing masks for children, which is kind of a weird thing in itself, but it was very gratifying. And at least if a child needed to wear a mask, they could have a cheerful one. In my own neighborhood, I've noticed some sidewalk chalk obstacle courses. Even if the children couldn't play in each other's homes, at least for now, they could provide some diversion for each other. And this has just been remarkable. Next up, we felt a lot of sadness. The reality was people were losing their jobs, their businesses, their livelihood. But in terms of pitying others... We realized our sadness and our pity does not help others, but our generosity helps others. So when they cleared away the sadness and regret, some people chose to write a check. Some people chose to check in with their neighbors to see if they needed groceries. And they found lots of ways to feel empowered and like that they were making a difference. Another feeling that's been painful is longing, not just longing for our old habits, longing for our old routines, for a sense of control, but longing for a hug. For someone whose primary love language is physical touch, this can be excruciating. Some people, of course, already felt very isolated. And if if somebody is alone in a household, it's very frustrating not to be able to go out and, and, and hug people. And when we were able to release that longing and that pain, we decided that this too shall pass. And there are many, many ways to show affection. So people are writing notes. They're giving verbal affirmation with specific, authentic compliments. They're sending gifts. Maybe they're bringing food. There's lots of ways to show that we care. Certainly these conclusions are not earth-shattering. They're not, you know, revolutionary or anything. But we couldn't get to them while we were so preoccupied by those feelings. So clearing them, it's worth the energy. It's worth taking the time get help or if you do want to try out EFT for yourself you can go to discoverandserve.com slash resources there is a video interview that my friend did with me that's a very good introduction I think to EFT you even get to practice it at the end of the 30-minute video I also cite a lot of my favorite authorities there and there's a a sheet a, a guideline too to get you through the very basics of tapping I do want to be clear that while EFT can be used to neutralize some heavy-hitting emotions, it is not meant to substitute for therapy or counseling. Another resource is Episodes 21 and 22 of this Blanky blog. Episode 21 is called EFT Basics, and 22 is called Music Scars, which is a specific application of using EFT. Please, please, please 
take care of yourself. Our closing prayer at the end of our sessions included an intention not just to release those troubling emotions and find peace, but to send out heart energy to our families, communities, states, nations, and world. We are all in this together. Consider yourself tucked in. The little song for this episode was written weeks ago for my grandchildren. These are some of the people I'm particularly longing to hug. I can see the world from my window, all the trees and trucks and cars. I can see the world from my window, I can see really, really far. Dadu Mamu, come to me, I want to see your car. Why are you staying away from me? It feels a little hard. I can see the birds from my window, cardinals and robins too. I can see the weather from my window, rain or sun shining through. It doesn't seem like it used to be. I feel confused and mad. Why did you abandon me? It makes me feel so sad. I can see the world from my window. These days I venture outside. I am thankful for the swings in my yard, for the rocks, the grass, the slide. I can see the world from my window.